Kilted balls. Yeah, see, I got it that time. I had to pause for a second. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> I can't hear you at all when I'm when I'm doing my theme song. You can't? No, no. I see so, pretty amazing stuff. Nice. <laughs> um so uh I think it was last week. That's what I think it was. I could be wrong. But you mentioned that Gary V said people should use YouTube minis maybe instead of some of the other stuff we use. Yes, he was talking about that. And we've started doing that on Kilted Balls, um, giving updates. Um, by we, I mean mostly me. <laughs> yeah, I tried to. I had like terrible – I actually recorded the video and then my internet was terrible. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot you were out of, life out of commission. Crazy, yeah. Well, I just want to point out that, like, I don't know if views is like all of that jazz, but like we have one video that has a thousand views on it. Awesome. Um, the one I posted today has 288 views, mm -hmm. seven likes. Like, I don't, I don't know why we want to increase necessarily all of our viewers, except we're trying to help people, and that yep. would be, you know, the more people we hit the more we can help. And so that's pretty cool. But the YouTube minis is uh, bringing people along, right? Yeah, that's, are, that's super awesome. They're seeing our content. Um, so yeah, Gary V, good advice. I think that's more than we're getting on our TikTok, more views. Yeah. Well, remember the one, and I, did we talk about it last week or did we talk about it off the air? The one, the video that I made a pip. And oh, I, yeah, yeah. That was I off air, I think. Short. I did the TikTok. I did my personal Facebook and my personal Instagram. And the, um, yeah, the the YouTube, the YouTube mini reels was definitely the highest. So as, uh, again, the whole point of the podcast is to take you through our entrepreneurial journey mm -hmm. and kind of let you know what we're seeing and what's working out there. Yep. So right now, YouTube Mini seems to be working pretty darn well. So yeah. if you're looking at doing that, um, another thing I started experimenting with that was from another thing that we watch is Crypto Lifer. And this isn't going to go well for Anchor, but I downloaded this the other day. And nice. So this is kind of interesting. Okay, so, so you ended up getting it. The uh, It's it, free. If anyone, <laughs> free. Lifer. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah. Now the problem with doing freeze, you can only look at one thing at a time. Okay. So this is Doge because I'm doing a Doge short right now. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, and I have no, I'm I'm still learning how to read it. What I think right now compared to earlier, like this blue means there's not a lot of activity going on. These are all the trades. When I turned this on right as we started to film, it was way down here, and so I was like, oh, maybe that price is dropping but now i think the price is going up um i'm using the finance for this so you can choose your thing looks like it's getting ready to curl and the one hour is still facing well looking like it's going down so i didn't close my short that i had because the one hour was still well and you can look here like on the right it's showing you the volume that it's been all day so you can see over here on the right where all the volume is today yeah. And you can see that it was down here at the start. But the big thing is, is this is all blue. And I don't know. 
Like, what do you have like, that on? What's your time frame on that? This is five minutes. Okay, cool. And I never changed it. And just so that's just what it naturally was. And I think I can scroll back here a little bit. So I'm trying to zoom out people so for you. If anyone, well, even if you're watching this, you're not sure what it is. It is the book map that uh, Crypto Lifer talks about. And yes. uh, if you're listening, it's 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 just dots in, in the trades of of what we're looking at as Doge. And um, like there, it's how big of a dot it is. And it's either green or red. So it's interesting. Like it shows the leverage, correct? Yes. Supposedly it shows you your leverage. It shows you the volume. If you look over here, it's showing you like the first line here is the current order book. So like right now, if you look at this, it looks to me like there's way more orders. Well, there was a second ago, way more orders that were cheaper, right? Mm -hmm. And now it's shifting because a lot of those got bought up, right? But you can yeah. see it curling as it does that. Yeah. And then this is showing the volume since I turned this on. So you can see right here is where most of the volumes happened. Right around point zero eight six eight. What's interesting is that it looks. I mean, if you look at trading view at the five minute right now, mm -hmm. the stochastics RSI, which is one indicator that we look at, is way below the data line. Like, Meaning that it should pump back up a little bit, right? Like it's gonna curl up. And so let me see if I can get this down. I can't remember when I turned on Doge. So I'm trying to shrink this down. There we go. So now you can kind of see as we get closer to like five o'clock, right? Mm -hmm. You can see it's a little bit more red and orange in here. Yeah. Right. That means that it was a little like that's where most of the stuff was going on. So it's mm -hmm. a heat map, right? So there's a lot of things to look at here and a lot to uncode. And they have tutorials and stuff, which, of course, I haven't done. Right. Nope. And I need to do, but you can definitely, and you can look over here and say, okay, look, this is where a lot of action is. See how it's all red there. Mm -hmm. And you can see here, look, all of those things happening way down here. Yeah. So yeah. this is going to drop. This is what I'm trying to figure out, right? Is it going to drop to here? Because that's where all the action is. And then there's one little pump right here. Mm -hmm. See that? And so that's what's on the books right now. And so yeah. there's nothing really on the books in this middle area. No. And so anyway, I don't, I think I'm as far back as I can go. Okay. Right? But you can definitely see where it's redder here and bluer out here. And so that can also help you set your like limits and stuff. Yep. Right. You can tell where it's going to go. And then I can zoom back in pretty easily and you can change this to candles or what have you. Yeah. Right. So, but you know, like I said, you can see that heat signature where it's going. So anyway, I've been playing with that a little bit. Um, I looked at it before I chose Doge because I was like, okay, it's looking like it might drop. It hasn't yet, but I just did a three S. Yep. And if you're like, why'd you do the three S token? Well, a few reasons. The first one is is the three S token is a is a safer token. You don't get liquidated on the token. So you can get pretty low on them, right? Mm -hmm. But they're just like a normal coin, but they're configured to be either a 3S or a 3L. Yes. 
We've talked about those. KuCoin has them. I, I, I'm well, unfortunately in a long trade for one because I thought Bitcoin was going to go back up and it has not. <laughs> it was at 45,000. So we're going to see what holding a, uh, a S token for the long haul, what actually happened. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have a Solana short that <laughs> I think I did like. And here's the other thing that's nice about these is there's no like minimum buy-in, right? So I think I did a short for like 30 or 40 bucks on Solana and I just got the 3S token. And since the, like right now it's worth $2, I think, or $3. <laughs> so, you know, but, but I was learning and figuring it out and Solana took off because me and Solana are um, bitter enemies. So I think so. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. I think that's super cool and it's, it's really interesting. And um, I mean, Doge, well, you have a short on Doge, correct? I, I bought the three S token. Yes. Yes. I have a, uh, I have a short buy on SHIB and I talked about that in my YouTube mini a little bit. Um, so today's mini was about why I like trading bots sometimes. And my trading bot was a three S, but it wasn't the three S token. It was just a three S. Yeah. But, um, SHIB is like, I don't know, that bot is down overall. Let me see if I can pull it up. Like maybe it's even right now, right? So maybe the bot's running even. It's down a percent, a percent and a half. The bot is overall, but it's 4% up on the grid. So my position has increased by 4%. And so, yeah, it's down by a percent, but that means if it even gets back to the price that I started at, mm -hmm. then I'm up 4%. And that's kind of, and by doing a three S your, your, your liquidation is so far away. Yes, exactly. And so you can just let that sit there and arbitrage and make you grid profits, knowing that someday SHIB is going to go down. Yeah. And you know, if it if it gives me my ten or twenty percent tomorrow, great. And if it takes it two weeks, okay. Um which brings us to the next thing that we talked about in a mini and you and I talked about a mm -hmm. little bit is when do you pull profits and stuff and when do you not? Um so one of our goals, we've talked about this a lot, is we're we're always looking for ten percent, yeah. right? And somebody commented on the on one of our videos and said, listen, you guys should be going 3%. Really? Right? Yeah, the comment was, it was a well thought out comment, but it was like, listen, if you do 3%, um, you know, that's X amount a week, that's X amount a year, and you can retire in two years. And Fair. I commented back and I'm like, that is a great point, except I don't want to retire. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I go that's that's the only big problem with that i go but you're right that you know if you can pull out a quick three all the time that's true and one of the things we talked about off air and i put in a mini is i always think 10 percent. i'd really like to make 10 percent mm -hmm. but here's where the timing comes in and that's the problem with that ship bot is 10 percent. if it takes you two days to make 10 percent and you yeah. could have done two other trades at 
you would be better off on the two trades with 5% if you're compounding, if you're putting everything back into those trades. Mm -hmm. So that's the same thing with the 3%, right? So if I could have done a 3% trade, you know, three days in a row, four days in a row, that's better than a 10% that took me three or four days. So this, this SHIB is doing fine for me, mm-hmm. but it's been running for two and a half days. So yeah. by the time it hits three days, I would have been better off just doing a 3%. Yeah. Yeah. And that's one of the things with the, with the bots, they seem to be a bit slower, mm-hmm. but that's, I mean, it is a good point. Cause we even talked about it. I shoot for 10, but I'll, a lot of times I'll take five. I should, I, I my Bitcoin was at eight earlier or no, it was at 11 earlier and my internet was bad, 11% and I didn't take it. And then I looked at it, it was at eight. So I was like, well, I mean, in looking at the charts, it looked like it was going to move a bit more. So I wasn't messing with it. And I mean, right now it's, it's three. Yeah. And you don't know, I guess the hard part is with the 3%. And even if you're doing the 3% a day, like we talked about 5% a day or 10% a day, it can be insane. But if you're not doing anything with that money, then, then it's zero. Right. It's a zero that day. So like right now for the past two or three days, I've been at zero, which is why I had an ETH short. And as soon as my ETH short, I, I was looking at today going, you know what? I missed a wick because I didn't set my take profit. So mm-hmm. then today I'm like, you know what? I'm just setting a take profit. And I don't even remember what I set it for. I just okay. picked something where I thought the wick might go. And so I picked it and then. One time I got on my phone and it was gone. Yeah. Where I was like, oh, and I think it was like 9%. Well, that's better than what I'd been doing, which was sitting on it for two or three days. Yeah. Right. So I got but, my 9% and then I instantly took that money and put it in this doze short. Okay. And, you know, the doze short's been kind of holding even for me. Mm-hmm. But again, that's, that's kind of the thing, right? Like I'm hoping that that thing will get me up to three percent that doge will drop a little bit here and you know again it's a 3s token peeps so all i need is doge to go down one percent and that's not very much when you consider the fact that doge was up a lot today a ton it was up a lot and so i only need it to go down one percent so i just need it to be up a lot but just a little bit less and then i've made my three percent and i can get into another trade which brings up the next thing that you know we were talking about one of the things about 10 percent is the math is really easy Mm -hmm. if you make 10 percent per trade which granted is hard sometimes right you got to really do your technical analysis but i feel like when we're firing on all cylinders you and i Mm -hmm. we hit five to ten percent pretty easily mm-hmm. it's when we're stupid that we lose it right and, and, and i have something to say about being stupid when you're yes. done making okay but you know you follow the rules and we tend to be working all right if we're following the rules and if you do 10 percent in 30 trades mm-hmm. so i was thinking to myself 30 days but that's not true because like this one's taken three or four days mm-hmm. but in 30 trades you will 10x your money. Mm-hmm. So in other words, if you start with $100 and you compound it every time, you'll get up to 10 times that. So you'll be at 1000 mm-hmm. And if you start with $1,000, you'll be at $10,000 in 30 trades. And 
some days it's like right now where we go two or three days without making a trade. And that's why it's better to just take the five or take the three and get out of Dodge. But you and I have had days where we've done five, 10% trades. Yes. Right. And so that's why I say 30 trades. You don't want to say days because some Mm -hmm. days you'll have a big gap and other days you'll make it move. And I also think that's why it's important um, to be doing multiple trades, right? Like if you have 10 bots going and two or three tokens going, now you're multiplying that multiplier. Mm -hmm. So you can get through a little bit faster. And also why it is important to set stop losses, because if the trade isn't going your way, you're getting out losing only 20% or losing 25 or whatever you set your stop loss at. Right. And I do have to publicly declare, I, I said it to you, I said, we need to stop getting liquidated. Mm-hmm. And then I went and got liquidated twice. I mean, each was 100. It still sucks, though. It's $100. It, those are $200 trades that I don't have anymore. Right. And if you had done even 50%, you'd still have a hundred dollars. And that was the one that kicked me in the pants. The last time I got liquidated, it was at 50%. And I was like, I need to just exit this. I don't think I'm going to get liquidated, but I'm just going to exit it because I can make my percents and just get out of the trade. And I didn't do that. And then I got liquidated and I was like, that's what was happening with me. And then this weekend, I mean, just not paying attention. I just woke up one morning. ETH, you know, is when ETH and Bitcoin both went way up. Yeah. And, you know, I just wicked out. Right. And those wicks can get you. And that's the reason why I don't set stops a lot is because I'm afraid of getting wicked. Mm-hmm. But, you know, even with this 3S token, I haven't set my take profit or stop loss yet. And I should, because mm-hmm. here's the thing. If it goes up another 5%, mm-hmm. I'd be better off bailing and reinvesting it right away Mm -hmm. yeah because i'll take that loss in the books but i'll reinvest it right away and then when i get my short it's my short that i originally planned plus another 25 percent i'm going to make up my loss is the point as opposed to just adding extra money back in like we did that one night right like instead of just adding money in or like i forget i think it was lifer or somebody else at one point said Listen, if you're down, you can talk about this better. If you're down 25%, now you've got to go up 35% to make your money. And that's really hard to go up 35%. So better to get out at 25%, invest it in something that's going to make you 10%, get your 10%, do it again, get your 10%, and you're pretty much back to even. Mm -hmm. And you're not waiting for that one to go up 35%. Yes. Got to know when to take the L. That's that's yeah. one of our rules that you can see if you ever are allowed into our Discord. You know, you got to take the L sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you do. And um, yeah, I I need to I I just I need to stop losses. That was that's yeah. got to be the last time. It's silly. It, right, right. Yeah, it's a it's a silly thing, and I've been doing it. The nice thing is right now is with the 3S token, I'm not as worried because I'm not going to get liquidated. Yeah, exactly. So um, I do know, I can't remember if we talked about it, but you are starting, you are going to do some stocks as well. Are you doing stock bots or just doing some stocks along with your crypto? Nope, I'm just doing stocks. And I didn't really look at it today because I was trying to day trade and I was all grumpy 
Because the thing that's nice about stocks is you can set screeners to hit what you want, right? Okay. So kind of like how I try to sort through the crypto assets to figure out which ones I want to short or long, mm -hmm. this does it for me. And so I got it narrowed down to like 12 the first day. And so I picked one, went with it, and it's been doing fine, right? It's, mm -hmm. I don't know what it is now, but the last time I looked, it was like 3%. Mm -hmm. Again, probably should have taken it. I don't know what it is now, but you know, it wasn't at my five or 10. So I was like, no. And so the next day I was like, oh, I wonder if I should have sold it. I wonder if any of those other 12 went up. Two of the other 12s had gone up 8%. Nice. And so I'm sitting there going, okay, this is a great example. Like we've talked about is, okay, mm -hmm. if, and I should just keep playing the system and seeing, but instead of doing one trade, I should have traded all 10 of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And none of them were going to go down. And I would have had two 8% and a 3%, mm -hmm. then redone the filter and done it all again, you know? Mm -hmm. so, yeah, that's a good idea. I'll have, to, I'll have to talk about that off the air because I'm sure there's some some fun stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I have a, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it a quick story, but yeah. I'm trying to think on how to work this in. Well, uh, kind of two stories. So let me start off by saying we went to um, just outside of Nashville. We're in the, we are more in the country of Tennessee. It was, it was super fun. The, the kids, um, aunt, uncle, and grandpa. Nice. So it was my first time meeting him and they hadn't seen him in a couple of years. So it was a lot of fun and they have a new uncle, which was, he was a really cool guy, techie guy. He he was working a lot. So we didn't, I mean, we talked a little bit, but the last day I was talking to him and I was like, Oh, what do you think of blockchain? Yeah. And he's like, Oh, I, I, I really like blockchain. I was like, Oh, did you notice my arm? And he said, Oh, yes, I did. Now, now, first off, I have to call him out. If, if you see somebody has, He's not into NFTs. Okay. But if you recognize someone's tattoos as being NFTs, why wouldn't you say something? So <laughs> I'm I'm with you on there. Why? Why would you? you a hard time. But he did not. He's like, oh, I did see those, and I recognized him. <laughs> but uh, yeah, really cool guy. Uh, he got he got a lot of his ETH at seventy dollars. So oh. He's little while he has 150 staked so i was super excited for him actually through the through like an actual ethereum um node or i don't know what ethereum calls it but it's you know and he got him at 70 he no he did get he first got him at 70 oh then first okay the price went down so he sold a bunch of them and right, then he right. went out with the price. I didn't ask like what he got the rest of them for. But he's still he's still dollar cost average, which is super smart. I mean, you know, as far as if you're if you're looking at crypto as a long haul, putting a he, each paycheck, he says he has a little bit that comes out. It automatically buys some, you know, because I told him, you know, I I like Bitcoin, Ethereum, yes, ADA, yes. XRP, and he's like, those are the those are some of the similar ones that he buys as well. So I'm super excited for him. I mean, he's he's a bit of a younger guy. He's in an amazing position, if you ask me, right. you know, to have, to have that ETH and to have you know other other crypto as well. So it was cool to talk to him and stuff. I'm I'm looking forward to you know talking with him more. Hopefully, he catches a show here and there. And yeah, Heck so yeah, that would be awesome. I hope he I hope he tunes in sometime. Yeah, and um, so on that as well. I I it's kind of entrepreneurial. But it's kind of just like self-help, but it's 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 
doing things on their time. Have you ever heard that statement? Take take when something comes up, take care of it then because it's it's on its time. It came up rather than putting it off and you're doing something later and you have to take care of it on your time. Right, right. Uh, I took I took the Tesla in for an inspection and the tires failed inspection. I knew they weren't great, but they failed. Okay. And the guy at at the place where I did it, I've had. I'll, I'll take my stuff there to get the inspection, but I don't like having service done there. So he's like, I can have them tomorrow, blah, blah, blah. And I didn't want to do that. So I was like, nope. Okay. So I get a hold of discount tire, discount tire. Like, oh yeah, you can have your tires tomorrow, blah, blah, blah. But they didn't have an appointment till today. Okay. So we drove to Nashville and we drove back and about 20 miles outside of Asheville, North Carolina, the tire went. <laughs> so Sunday, oh, no night in north carolina with uh i stranded on the side of the road so, and teslas don't have spares right do not have spares. It's, it's a computer and a battery with some chairs on top of it yeah yeah it was it was an exciting time and just the last couple of days have just been chaos for me getting everything figured out and we had, we had to rent a car to get home and the tesla was in nashville and so i try i picked up the tires because they already paid for here but they wouldn't fit in the in the Porsche. So Gina had to run over there with a rental car and put them in there. So it's just like a lot of moving parts. I mean, we got through it and everything, but it was just, if I would have done it right then, like when it came up, just said, okay, yeah, I'll be back tomorrow. Put the tires on. It's right, all good. right. Instead, I, I put it off. I, you know, and it was only a week, but, you know, putting another thousand miles on it just was too many. Yeah. How does that work with the Tesla with like, roadside service i assume your insurance like most of them has like automatic roadside service or tesla yeah, you like three miles through triple a so they told me three miles and i pay for the rest but they don't just change i thought they would just change the tire out for what for your insurance i didn't, like have, I didn't have it's a tire even even the discount tire in Asheville didn't have any Oh, okay. They couldn't. That's why they couldn't put them on Monday. They said, "Oh, we can have it ordered in from Cincinnati, or you can grab the ones from there and bring it by, bring it by later today or tomorrow." So that's why I was up early. We had them already. We were over yeah, there. So the roadside service doesn't cover them finding you a new Tesla tire or whatever. Yeah, no new tire because they and it had to be changed yeah, like off yeah. the rim and everything. We had one once where because uh, we always get that where uh, the tire went flat on the motorhome. <laughs> we called them up and they had to come out there and they were, you know, it was seized on. The tire was, they spent an hour trying to get that tire. Oh, so they changed it for you. Yeah. I'm like, that's what I pay for is for you guys. And they were like, well, it's going to take us an hour and a half to get out there. And I'm like, I'm in a motorhome. I don't care. <laughs> that's so funny. And we were like in Hazlitt. So it's not like we were in like a weird spot. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Cool. So if I could give anyone advice for your personal life, for entrepreneurship, I mean, it comes up in business all the time, but when something comes up, just try to take care of it. Do your best to take care of it. Cause it usually, if you have to take care of it later at a different time, it's, it's definitely not as convenient or as easy or so that's my opinion. Yeah, no, I'm right with you. I did that. Uh, I speaking of the motorhome, I damaged my motorhome this last weekend, my barn, and I'm like looking at it and I'm like, I have no idea how to fix the motorhome, which, you know, I filed an insurance claim today. We'll see what they do. But mm -hmm. I'm looking at the barn, big hole in the barn. And I'm like, that I know how to fix. <laughs> 
So I dropped everything I was working on and I fixed the hole in the barn and you can barely tell that I ran into my barn. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. But yeah, so how are the fish going? The fish are going great. I, I so I, I forgot it because I got all that set up last week. So I have the uh, I have four pools set up at the warehouse, nice. and I have I right now I just have fish in one. So I just have my filter in one. I don't have the whole filter system set up yet. Okay. I will be doing that. I'd like to say this week, but I might not get to it till next week. But yeah, so the first day I put them in and it they're hang over they hang over the shelves like just a little bit. So this okay. is for anyone who hasn't listened to old episodes um for breeding for breeding fish to to wholesale to sell, you know, eBay, Facebook marketplace, things like that, to you know, sell to stores. And um I, I have a setup at my warehouse because the our our miners keep things nice and warm in there, so I don't have to worry about any heaters. Right. But anyways. That have kitty pools and they were hanging over just a little bit and I was looking at them and, and they were, they fell a little and I was like, well, they're okay. And I got there the next day and there was just water all over the place. And I lost, I think I lost 10 shrimp and I oh, lost, no. I, I had five minnows in there. I lost them. They did they fell. just overflow or did it fail and like break? It, it fell, it, it didn't break, but it fell enough to where water was coming out and yeah. they're, they're close probably and just onto the floor so i put some boxes underneath it to stabilize it and that's been good that was you know all weekend and it was right. totally and you know we we have we, some of the uh the mollies that we had gotten we have black and orange mollies that are in there and we still have the ghost shrimp in there and a ton of plants and i have a bunch of places with plants and actually someone was getting a hold of us today they were getting rid of some convict cichlids so we're like, yeah, as many as you want to give us if you're just trying to get rid of them. So we may be breeding some convict cichlids. So is your main goal to sell these to pet stores? That's one of the main goals. Yes. Or would you sell it to people like on the internet? Yes, both. How do you ship them on the internet? That question came up from one of my daughters recently. They're like, how do you ship those? Or maybe it was my wife. What we have seen, especially when it's really like the the warmth of the summer, we were getting boxes. They had the styrofoam inside of them and then the bags were just tied up and it's just shipped next day. Okay. Now we'll order plants. So plants can be, we've had plants hit or miss. Like they, they don't usually ship plants overnight. So we've gotten some plants from California. It's just a stinky mess when we get it. But any of the fish that we've ordered has all been shipped, you know, next day and you just pay for it. I mean, I've paid, for it because i'd like to get live fish yeah. you know when i got my when i got my discus in they were just coming from from myrtle beach which isn't too far it was overnighted but they even came with heaters inside there to make sure the water stayed warm oh. for them little hand heaters so it just depends on the kind of fish as well and and i know a lot of places they won't ship like if it's certain too high or too low of temperature where they're going or where they're at so sure like in the middle of winter in michigan they're not going to ship yeah yeah, fish there. That kind of makes sense. So yeah, that's that's a wholesale, um, you know, online to people, and then you know, possibly a a store, you know, much further down the road. Nice, nice. Like your own fish store. Mm -hmm. So not just supplying it to the fish places, but having your own. Yeah. Like the yeah. 
Yeah, we definitely we've definitely talked about that, which is why it, it circles back around to the job. Although I was giving the guy the uh, the general manager a hard time, and I still haven't heard it. May I mean it's just not might not meant to be, and that's totally fine. If I don't get, the, I'm not going to beg for the job. Right. But, uh, you know, I, I was I was in there giving him a hard time last week. Nice. Very. So understaffed. <laughs> Yeah, so understaffed. Why didn't you those, call me? Those bathrooms need to be clean. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I uh, I had an interesting text message thread going. A guy, this, as I've said before, people will contact me about buying my properties. Mm -hmm. And I had somebody contact me and they were like, hey, so we're, uh, you know, interested in your four unit. Okay. Are you willing to sell? And I'm like, well, I'm always willing to sell if it's the right price. I'm like, but I'm not like looking to sell. I go, there's no reason to sell. Yeah. And the guy was like, well, can you give me some information? I'm like, yeah. What do you want to know? And so he's like, you know, what's rents? Like, what's the layout? You know, and I'm like this, this, this. Mm -hmm. And finally, he's like, okay, if you were to sell, you know, ballpark, what would you want? And I'm like 200k, you know, it's probably fine. Thinking that you know most of these people are trying to lowball, so I figured they would just go away. And he wrote back, and you know, I was like, okay, so I, I want to set up a phone call tomorrow. <laughs> can we do that? And I'm like, well, I'm available between noon and three, mm -hmm. so you can call me between then. And they're like, okay, we will set that up. I'm like, great. They <laughs> they haven't called yet. So oh. that was he was supposed to call today between noon and three. It was yesterday, noon and three. Oh so man. I was like, dang it. Like I was like, man, I had I had told uh my wife and I were talking before and we were like, we'd probably be happy with 180. <laughs> you know, 180, we'd probably make a little bit of profit on it, you know, get one less headache, pay mm -hmm. some college bills for the girls. She yeah, goes, exactly. Put some into crypto. I'm like, right? So yeah. I was like, yeah. So I th and so when he asked, I was like, yeah, like 200 because I think on Zillow it's worth like 225, right? Okay. But I don't, you know, it's Zillow. I don't care about that. So I'm like, oh, mm -hmm. 200, it'll be fine. Yeah. But who knows? Maybe they'll call back. So it'd be awesome. It'd be fun, right? To get a little extra cash to play with. Again, mm -hmm. we're talking about 10xing money here. And you know, a hundred dollars is fun to 10x and get it to a thousand. A hundred thousand dollars, 10x, and that would be sweet. Yeah, that's super awesome. And it should work the same, right? Mm -hmm. Shouldn't it? Like, I mean, when you if you're putting a million into each trade, you might be a market maker, but if you're putting, <laughs> but if you're only putting ten thousand in each trade, exactly, then you're not a market maker. Right. And that's one of the things about those bots, right? Like, honestly, if your bot is shit, if your bot is APRing 10%, mm -hmm. everybody would love that. Yes. Right? So I'm like, that's, you know, get an Ethereum bot right now and let it ride. Yeah, know? exactly. Let it ride through the merge. You'll be happy. Mm hmm. <laughs> Yep. And not get liquidated and just keep making that APR the whole time. So yeah. always good thoughts. Always good thoughts. All right. Any last minute parting thoughts, Kilted? 
Nothing I can think of. It was a, I mean, it was an eventful weekend for me. I didn't spend much time in the charts though, or anything like that. And I wasn't looking at my bots. We, there was internet, but I mean, we were hanging out and having family time. So it was, right. it was That's cool. That's cool. Well, thank you all for joining us on this episode of the Kilted Balls podcast. Hope we provided you with some insight and things to think about. Um, stay tuned on our channel. Subscribe so you can see all of the minis. We're posting one to three minis a day with all of our trades and thoughts that we have. So you can stick with us on there. So anyway, this is Ballbuster signing off. Kilted Dragon Jerry, love you all.